Welcome to 10-Minute Investing Canada, your go-to podcast for market trends, company analysis, investment insights, and trending financial stories for the Canadian investor. And for the new to investing, tune in for the Beginner Investor Series, where we go over the fundamentals to get you started. And now, your host, Austin Benz. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It is Sunday evening, January 23rd. For anyone out there that is a football fan, we got quite the Sunday today. Both those games were just just wild, really. Um, you know, I, I think we got quite the treat. I'm thinking in my, in my recent memory, I don't recall a day of football with both games that just came to the wire like that and were incredibly exciting, high scoring and, and you know, tight to the finish. So I think we got a treat for those people uh, that were enjoying their NFL Sunday, I know I know I was one. Um, today we're going to be talking about ZQQ. It is a Canadian uh, ETF. Uh, it, it's a similar to QQQ. So QQQ is an American ETF. It tracks the NASDAQ 100. ZQQ is a product by BMO. It's just a Canadian dollar hedged uh, QQQ, essentially. It's the NASDAQ 100 hedged to the Canadian dollar. So if you see people talk about QQQ in financial news, and, and that's a kind of barometer of the NASDAQ or the top 100 of the NASDAQ, um, this is just a Canadian version of that. So I'm going to speak to ZQQ as this is a Canadian podcast. You don't have to purchase it in American dollars, but it's the same thing. If, if you're looking at articles and you see QQQ mentioned as a ticker, which a lot of people will refer to, it's the top 100 companies of the NASDAQ. We're going to look at that and just kind of market sentiment right now. Uh, some stories that have been breaking or, or just the conversation, I guess, in the market. And my thoughts kind of on that and where ZQQ or QQQ aligns uh, with that. I'll, I'll just keep saying ZQQ from now on to avoid some confusion back and forth. Um, but yeah, anyone who's been consuming a lot of financial news, I think everyone's aware uh, You know, interest rate is the talk of the town. And it seems that we're, we've been in an environment lately that it's almost – a scare tactic or, or a headline tactic of who can have the most hawkish predictions, right? I think it was Ray Dalio. Obviously, he'll be talking about the American Federal Reserve, but he said, we see, I see at least four interest rate hikes in 2022. We may, we may need at least five. And then someone else will come and say five for sure. We might even need six. And then down here in Canada, just this past week, I think it was Wednesday, um, Scotiabank came out and said, we see seven interest rate hikes in 2022 in Canada. So it's, just, it's almost a, a clickbait thing at this point i think that you're just the more hawkish you get and the more aggressive you say you're going to get more clicks on bnn or cnbc or wherever you're publishing your story whatever financial news outlet you seem to uh, look at it just seems interest rates are the, are the talk of the town and you know we've seen a lot of that with things like the 10-year u.s treasury yield that's one that i watch you know went up to 1.85 which is the highest it's been since pre-covid um you know, and there's just a, been a lot of talk about interest rates and, and how that affects things. So I think we've discussed previously in this podcast, I'm sure a lot of people are aware, um, you know, as you have higher interest rates, not only it's a higher cost of borrowing for companies. So, you know, you're not getting as cheap of debt. You have to have more efficient products or, or more efficient projects to actually be making money. And then, you know, you're discounting future earnings by a higher rate, right? If you're going to make a million dollars in 10 years, well, if you're discounting it by two percent compounding it's going to be a lot lower than you know that's only like 22 percent i think off the top of head versus you know five percent compounding it's going to be you know you're discounting that by a lot more so those future earnings are worth a lot less 
it really pounds growth companies. And that's what we've seen, right? The last month has been really bad in the markets and you know, specifically the last month, but the last few months haven't been, I know I, I have a lot of growth port or growth companies um, that I watch, not necessarily in my portfolio um, all the time, but companies that I watch and a lot of them you're seeing these, these companies have shed 70% in the last six months, 75%. And that's a lot of this fear of, you know, one, the market seemed frothy Two, you know, we're, we've been worried about interest rate hikes. Um, but now we're seeing it in the bigger names. So that's what I want to talk about today. Again, we're going back to this, this, uh, ZQQ. So the NASDAQ 100, you know, we just saw Apple shed 11% the last month, Microsoft 13%, um, for two off of the top of my head. Uh, Amazon, I think was just over 2,800 bucks this past week or on Friday. I think it closed at right around 2,800. It's been above three grand between three and 4,000 for the last few months. So now we're starting to see these bigger companies take a hit. And, you know, these are typically the last to go, you know, your big tech stocks, these are, these are the ones that are the last to go. So we've been making all like, uh, sorry, been making all time highs in uh, the NASDAQ and the S&P recently. And almost all of this has been driven by these companies like Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, uh, Meta platforms, now whatever, Facebook, that's what they used to be called Meta. I don't even want to call them Meta, well, just Facebook, Netflix, you know, all these big companies, these have been the ones that have been driving these gains in the S&P and the NASDAQ, where all these other kind of underling companies have been getting hammered for months now, um, especially tech, especially growth. Um, and now that you're seeing it in these big tech companies, it seems to be that we're, we're near the end. And, you know, this is kind of how I'm going to tie all this in. As I was just saying, it almost seems to be a contest of who could be more hawkish in the news. I think that that is almost a signal that we're near the end. You know, and this is nothing completely fundamental based. This is more behavioral finance based. We tend to overshoot to the upside and to the downside when we're pricing things in. And I think the fact that we're having almost a contest in the media of who can be more hawkish now is is a sign. And we're seeing it in these big tech stocks that are finally taking a hit. You know, we're seeing that, you know, maybe we're close to the bottom. And I believe January 26 is the day. <clears throat> I think that's a Bank of Canada actually meeting. Um, U.S. is not too far off that, the, the U.S. Federal Reserve. But I think once we actually get these interest rate hikes, we see the first hike, we'll have another week or so maybe of pain and just kind of digesting that information. And then I think we're going to turn around. Um, and that's why I wanted to highlight companies like, or, or sorry, uh, an ETF like ZQQ full of these great companies. No, I'm just going to go read off some of the names that are in this ETF. And this is what I, I also, the point I want to make here, I'm just going to go ahead and read some off here. So Apple, it makes up 12%, Microsoft, 10%, Amazon, 6.5%, Facebook, 4.8%, Tesla, 4.2%, um, Google, you've got Google at, um, so I think that's the two share classes, but um, together they make up about 7%, NVIDIA, PepsiCo, Cisco Systems, Adobe, uh, Costco, PayPal, Netflix, Texas Instruments, anyone that's doing any financial uh, or in finance, I guess Texas Instruments makes regular calculators too, not just financials, so you know, uh, Intuit, uh, Inc., T-Mobile, Starbucks is in here. Um, I'm just scrolling through, you know, there's just, there's a ton of Activision Blizzard. I guess they just got pop on Microsoft. Uh, Moderna's in here, Regeneron. So uh, there's a ton of companies, Airbnb too. Maybe they're not a good example. I don't think Airbnb makes money, but there's a ton of really solid companies in here. So I guess my point around ZQQ, I would say you had a lot of these big tech stocks just get punished. Um, there might be a little more to go, but I would flag this one on your radar because my thing is, 
you know, these are great companies to own. And if you can get them after just shedding 15, I think that the ETF itself is down 13% or 12% off its all time high. If you can ever pick up names like this at a 12% discount, you know, you know, they're going to get there again. They're going to get to this point. It's not over. Like look at the 2008 crash. By 2010, we were back out of uh, the lows after 2008. Um, it always recovers in a couple of years. And these are companies you want to own. So if you're, if you're looking for things to pick up on sale, you know, I think these are it. And I also think that, you know, the big tech names are typically the last to go before you'll see the rebound. So, you know, the fact that these ones are on sale might mean that we're almost out of the woodworks as far as red months here or red weeks. Um, so I would say, you know, if put ZQQ on your on your list of things to watch, worst case scenario, you know, I actually just pick some up on Friday. I do think it's going to keep going lower this week and maybe even next week. But you know, how much lower can it go? I was reading some analysis done by, you know, I'm not going to drop the name, but this person is a perma bear. Like they're always negative. They always think the sky's falling. And they're, the best they could do is that, oh, the NASDAQ 100 has an average PE ratio of about 26. Uh, if the, I think they were looking at the five-year uh, tips, the treasury or uh, at treasury and inflation protected securities and their yields at about minus 1.1 uh, on the five-year I believe that's what the article said. Anyway, I'm just trying to pull this from memory. Anyway, the point was if it went to negative 0.5, so about 0.6% up, you said that would only justify 22 PE. So we would need to see another 12% down. If you're only worried about a 12% discount, and this is coming from someone that's a perma bear, so I would almost put that as a worst case scenario, that's not too far from here. And, and if you're talking about investing for five, 10 years down the road, you think Apple is going to be worth more in five, 10 years than it is now? I would bet yes. I would bet a lot of money, yes. I think Microsoft's going to be worth more in 10 years than they are right now. I would bet a lot of money, yes. Uh, Amazon, I would bet a lot of money, yes. So as these go down, I, I would say look at this almost as an opportunity to pick up an ETF that's holding a ton of great companies at a discount. You know, And, and they still have a ton of growth. Like these, these companies aren't just sitting here as old 50, 60-year companies that are paying 3% dividends and holding growth at 2 3% or right around inflation. Like these companies are growing in double digits still every year. Um, you know, and the other thing I would say too, the reason interest rates are going up, everyone's so scared of inflation. I would argue pretty severely that all of those companies I mentioned, like Apple's 12% of this, Microsoft's 10%, Amazon's 6.5%. Uh, those companies can avoid inflation fairly easily. If you're buying an iPhone and, I know most people or lots of people have iPhones. There's a reason Apple's one of the biggest companies, you know, depending on the day, if not the biggest company in the world. If your iPhone's 1500 bucks and inflation's 7% and they say next year they're charging you $1,630, you are buying your iPhone every two years whenever your upgrade comes or whatever it is. You know, they, it's not a hard way around inflation for these companies. Again, that are profitable, making money. Apple's even paying a dividend. They still have a lot of growth. Look at what Apple did with uh, AirPods. I think AirPods was worth more than most companies um, just in what they did or has more revenue in AirPods than most companies in general. Now, AirPods, what are they, 160 bucks? Let's say they charge 180 to cover inflation plus some. Um, and they still have the huge margins they do. Like Microsoft software, software has huge margins. They just charge 8% more. Are you going to stop using Excel and Word? No, most of it's paid for by your company. They're just renewing those subscriptions. Most people's Netflix has gone up five times in the last five years. Does anyone, does anyone check their Netflix and then go 
go, oh, I'm shutting this off. It's 14, not 13 a month. You know, I, I just think it's a real conversation you need to have or just some real thought you need to have when you look at inflation and go, oh, it's going to crush all these companies. Is it? Or are these companies run by some of the smartest people in the world and they have products we want? They're good companies. They're good companies because they have really good products. And we're just going to pay a little more for them and it's all going to be okay. And all of these these prices are going to be justified the next couple of years. Like even let's say we're pricing Apple two years ahead of where we're at now. Like, oh no, you got to hold Apple for three years to make money. I think you'll be okay. You know, like the, the downside risk on these isn't too much. So when you're picking up these you know, off of a 13% drop like you have in the past few days, I think it'll be okay. Um, yeah, and anyway, I'm just kind of ranting at this point. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll wind it up at this point. When I start ranting, maybe that's a sign for me to, to, to wrap it up here. But I would advise everyone, if you, if you have some time, just Google ZQQ, go to their uh, fact sheet, take a look at their holdings, look at the companies. You know, these are strong names you're going to want to hold. When has... You know, good tech companies really underperformed in the last how long? They, they really haven't. And, you know, you're not just getting Apple. You're getting 100 of the top companies on the NASDAQ. You know, all of these other um, companies that may be up and coming, you're, you're getting a piece of them as well um, with a lot of those big names. So I, I would say that I think a lot – I'm just going to close with this. I think a lot of the hawkish sentiment is called for, but I think it might be a little bit overblown on what it's actually going to do to the markets. They don't just get crushed when interest rates go up. Um, they probably need to go up. You know, it's probably healthy for the market. And I think these companies are fairly protected from inflation. Just they can increase their product price. And, you know, we're not going to just stop buying iPhones and AirPods and stop using Microsoft Excel and all these things. I, I think we just need to have a serious look and say, hey, are we just looking at the, the narrative behind inflation? Or are we actually looking at what's going to happen to these companies? And, you know, I would argue um, – I would argue that these companies on the long term are, are all going to be fine. And if you could pick them up at a discount, you know, ZQQ is trading at what it was, I think, eight months ago. You get to go pick up these companies at their their price from eight months ago. Um, so you should be happy about that. If it goes down another five, six percent, great. I'm going to buy more if it does. Um, so I'm, I'm not too worried about this. This is something I'm sticking in my portfolio for, for years. I, I want to get more of these companies whenever I have a chance. Um, so yeah, ZQQ, put that one on your radar. If not, take a, take a moment to look into it, but, uh, that's me for now. Great day of football and yeah, take a look at ZQQ. Take care guys. Thanks for listening to 10 minute investing Canada. Be sure to subscribe. So you never miss an episode. And if you had a good time, leave a review to help us grow the podcast. And connect with us on Twitter at 10investing for daily content and to let us know what you'd like to hear discussed next. Until then, we'll see you next time.